Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bitter Rivals podcast. It is episode... 69. 69, baby. And you are in for a treat today. Well, we... Because we all partied like maniacs last night. So that was fun. And we have special guest, uh, Trevor Edgar, on the show today. Third appearance on the show. Previous episodes. Resident Leaf fan. Of course, and uh, yeah, it's uh, let's be honest, the Leafs look like shit right now. Uh, Montreal looks better than the Toronto Maple Leafs. We're, we're actually uh, above you in the standings as of this morning. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm aware. <laughs> well, I am aware. I haven't even looked. I don't even want to look. Let's see. It's oh, uh, right, right at the bottom. All right, where we belong anyways. Yep. That's for sure. We... We are, uh, yeah, the Leafs are on a three-game three, three game losing streak. Um, there has been lots of talk about a coaching change, but I don't think that's going to happen because I think Dubas realizes that that's probably his last bullet in the chamber, so to speak. That mm-hmm. once he pulls that trigger, he that's doesn't it. have anything else to fall back on. That's his guy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on that, Trevor? The uh... um, It's hard to say. I mean, if you look at the last few seasons, the Leafs have put up franchise records in, in the regular season. Um, I mean, they struggled off the hop last year. Uh, them struggling last year isn't an excuse for them to struggle again this year. You know, it was a once-off, and they pulled it off. You know, they came out of the standings, had a great, you know, next couple of months. Uh, they even had a Terrible goaltending. We're still managing to win games. So, uh, with the amount of talent on the team and the amount these guys are getting paid, they shouldn't be where they are in the standings. So, no, absolutely not. Right. And, um, and the, whether that comes down to coaching or what, what, if he's lost the room, uh, if if it's just players are are upset or or maybe they're just hurt, maybe they're just in a slump. Could be any number of things, and then it's just compounding, obviously, because Toronto media is the worst in the world. So, if, you know, if their their mental game's not there, and it only makes it worse, right? Yeah. In, in Toronto, anyways, if you start failing in Toronto and you don't have a good, strong mental game, you know, strap in. Well, the thing is, is I think what's gone under the radar, you make a good point, is that there's a lot of teams that people thought were going to be really good that kind of have stuck coming out of the gate. Uh, yeah. One of them being the Stanley Cup champion, Colorado yeah, Avalanche. Colorado. They've they've been terrible. Tampa sucks right yep, now. They've been brutal. Tampa is awful. I uh, said Boston wasn't even going to make the playoffs this year, and now I look like, uh, yeah, they're what eight and one right now. <laughs> they've lost one game. Yeah, like Yikes. seriously. Yeah, so they're looking just, and it like they look great on the ice. Like even Montreal, I hate to say it, but they're playing hard, like hard, intense hockey, and they're grinding games. And the games that they've lost. They haven't looked bad in those games, a lot of them. Yeah, like, I think that's the biggest change we've had under Marty St. Louis was, like, when we lose, it's like, ah, fuck, like, we got outplayed. Like, a better team beat us. Whereas with Descharmes, it was just, we were dog shit, and it didn't matter. You could play a peewee team, and they would have beat us, right? Yeah. 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 And I don't know how you're feeling about the Leafs start here, Trevor, but I it just feels like, yes, we had a slow start last year as well. It feels a lot different right now for some reason. I don't know yeah. what it is. <clears throat> 
I think it's well, because there's there's total lack of effort from everybody involved in that. That includes the big boys, and that just yeah. can't happen with the they're money just they're getting. Floating paid. around. That's that's all I see is like they're playing ten minutes of hockey in sixty minutes. You know, they're just no intensity. It's like they don't want to be there. They're sick of it. Whatever. You know, whether they're sick of losing in Toronto, whether they're sick of each other, whether they're sick of the coach. I don't know what it is, but there's something going on there where. Only, you know, some of the guys show up. I think Willie's looked pretty good all year. Like, he's been playing hard. Uh, John Tavares actually been playing great. You know, uh, you got Nick Robertson coming over. The guy flies every single shift. I mean, um, you guys are actually getting goaltending this year, which yeah, is a like change. Sam Sonoff's been, been, been great. It's, you know, nothing on him. Uh, our defense been lackluster, that's for sure. So, and, who, uh, if I would have told you before the season started that 10 games in, we'd be going... Yeah, the Leafs have been getting the goaltending. Their defense has sucked, and they can't score goals. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, exactly. It's the opposite. Last what? year we're scoring goals. Defense has been all right, yeah. but our attendees have one of the best defenses. Like we, the thing was, is the Leafs were so good defensively, and 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 their goal scoring was so productive last year. Like the top well, guys were so productive. I think our best pairing last year was uh, Gio mm-hmm. and Lilligren, and Lilligren's been hurt. He hasn't played a single game this year. So yeah, now they're he just kind started of playing in uh, for the Marlies again, so he'll be oh, back. Yeah. Uh, he'll be back but soon. They had the yeah. best. Uh, if you're looking at the analytics, they had the best line, one of the best defensive lines in hockey last year. Like, they yeah. were great. Yeah, I and think then, they had the highest X goals for of any defensive pairing that played the minimum of whatever. Yeah, yeah, with the yeah. minimum of whatever games. Yeah, they were they were a great line, and like Muzz obviously hurt uh, again. That hurts us. I mean, I honestly I can't stand watching Muzzin play, but I know he does bring a physical aspect. You know, he's like literally, I can't stand watching him play. He's so slow. And I just, but he does make like, he, he's okay. He's not terrible. By any strategy, he's not Justin you know? Hall. He's not exactly. his defensive partner. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So having him out and Lilligren out and we got two, you know, two fresh guys. We're playing Mete and what's the other guy's name? Crawl. I love Crawl. Yeah. yeah apparently, Crawl, he, Mete. I, apparently he looked great last night. Crawl was yeah, like, I missed the game last night entirely. So I, I'm not, obviously I yeah, we all couldn't speak people. to that, but. Paul's been just abysmal. Like watching the San Jose game, I saw the first goal and I was like, "I'm going to bed." Like, hey, that's Matthew's guy, though. That's no, hundred percent. I'm not saying. Uh, well, if you go and look uh, in our in our group chat, the first thing I said was, "What the hell is Matthew's doing there?" Like he completely just turned off, let him get burned, didn't follow the guy in, and then Hall just looked like you know fumbleitis again. Obviously, didn't know what was going on. Well, that didn't help. And then Shalogren just got beat. So it's like it was it was just like a one, two, three, everybody just it was like they all their controllers disconnected. Yeah. (laughs) Honestly, you want to know what I think happened there, to be completely honest with you. Austin Matthews, yes, he gave up on the play, but I think that's because he's like, I'm in the NHL, I'm expecting my guy to make that play. Mm -hmm. I'm expecting Justin Holt to make that play. Like Mm -hmm. this is the national fucking hockey league. But also you're in the NHL, you better backtrack and fucking cover your guy just in case. Yeah, no. 100%. He's I, been actually I, pretty I good at that all year, and he was great at that last year. He's playing a great 200-foot game last year. I thought he's been fine this year, and that was just a one-off play, and it it turned out that they scored, and it was just a bad, embarrassing goal. Like, that saying, if if, if, if Shalgren makes that save, nobody yeah, talks about it. About, yeah, exactly. Everybody just raised their eyebrows for a second. It was Jesus Christ. Yeah. That was rough, but then you forget about it. You don't go back to it, right? But that's not how it works though man like when the puck goes in and, and the other thing too on that play to that particular play shotgun's got to make a better effort at a save he, he has to at least try to yep. make a save 
he didn't even he just st- stood there it, <laughs> like, like he, he thought for sure this puck's not getting to me and then all of a sudden it was there and he's like oh shit i'm supposed to be <laughs> saving this puck and it's too late yeah exactly so you know and i mean who was it was couture like the guy's not a no slouch he's a great he's a goal scorer great player so like yes he is their captain yeah uh, speaking of the San Jose Sharks, uh, how about the resurgence of Eric Carlson? I thought he was like dead for two years. Honestly, the guy has he's scored like, what, all six three goals this year, or something like that. In all goals. three of the games that they have won, he has scored the game winner. Well, it's because he's starting to grow his hair back. So it's crazy. How, it, oh, is that actually? Is he actually growing the hair back? I, I don't know. I saw an interview there, and he had a lot longer hair than I'm used to him. You know, he has short hair like me, but no, it was all slicked back like yours. So not quite as long for sure, but it's coming. Yeah, no, he, uh, he looks great. He looks great. So I think I waited a little bit here to address this because I wanted to think about it before, before I, I addressed it on, on air anyway. Pierre Engvall and Justin Hole need to be put on an actual like plane and sent to Korea and never <laughs> to be seen from ever again. <laughs> Like, they are two, right now, they are two of the worst National Hockey League players that I've ever seen on the ice in my life. Yeah, like, I mean, you could have even made that argument about Angval the last couple of years, but it always seemed every time you complain about Angval, he would go and score the game winner next game. Yeah, he makes some crazy play, shorthanded goal, and you're like, he do just enough to stay on the team where you're like, okay, maybe he's all right. And then he'd go invisible for 10 games, give up 60 turnovers. And then he'd be like, this guy needs to be shot into space. Please just bring anybody up. And then all of a sudden he'd he'd get three goals in a game. And you're like, Oh my God. And he did it last night too, where he, he was on the penalty kill. He feathers a pass on a three man breakout. Uh, Philip Deneau picks it off. He tries to make a 10-foot pass. Why don't you just ice the puck? You're on the penalty kill. Like, ice the fucking puck. He feathers a pass literally directly to Philip Deneau. They turn around, score a goal. That goal is completely on him. What does he do? He goes out out and scores a goal to make up for it. Just enough. Just enough. (laughs) That's how he is, man. It's it's actually unbelievable. It's, uh, like... I don't understand why you can't just put Hall anywhere else. Like, like in the, whatever, like you said last night, it doesn't even belong in the uh, AHL. Put him in the ECHL. Whatever. Well, like, put him. On a serious level, honestly, like, like I understand that there's no nobody... chance on literally anybody else because nobody's going to do worse. Look, on an actual serious level, like I understand that there's not a lot of options for the Leafs to replace Justin Hole. I understand that. Big defenseman like that, second pairing defenseman, do not grow on trees. I completely understand. But like he's not a second pairing defenseman though. You play him there out of necessity. Let me finish. Let me finish. He literally, he cannot be playing 20 plus minutes a night. That is totally unacceptable. 100, he is, like yes, I I joke he should be in the HL, he should be in the ECHL, strap him to a rocket, rocket and send him to North Korea. I, I make the joke all the time. If he's playing eight minutes a game, no penalty kill, sheltered minutes against third and fourth pairing guys, okay, fine. He can play. But, and, and whose fault is that? Seriously, whose fault is that? Who makes the lineup decisions? Is it Dubis? Well, no, it's not. No, it's well, Sheldon it's Keith. Coming, it's coming back on the coach for sure. It's Sheldon fucking well, Keith. The other, the other thing, Sheldon Keith, but... 
it's it's Sheldon like, Keefe. What other options do you have at the same exactly. time? Exactly. That's our, our, our what I just so said. Yeah. That's exactly what you cannot play him there anymore. They, it, that is an absolute no fly zone. Like you can't. He cannot take up that many minutes. He gives the he passes the puck more to the opposing team than he does to his own goddamn team. Like he, actually, it's outrageous how horrible he is at moving the puck. Like yeah, it's a lot. I've never seen zone. anything like it. And it's it, what's the definition of insanity? Trying the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. He sucks. He's never gonna be good. He's not. Nothing's gonna change. We're holding on to something where he uh, he had a good couple months with Jake Muzzin two years ago, and we're holding on to that like it was like he was Bobby Orr. Why? It doesn't make any sense. Why Sheldon Keefe continues to put this guy out there on second pairing minutes? Like give Sandine well, an opportunity. Give to your Dano an opportunity for fuck's mm-hmm. sakes. Then you wonder is that coming from somewhere else, right? Is that coming from higher up? I don't is give a fuck like, where it's coming from. You're the coach. No, I'm just saying it's it, it's coming from either Keith or Dubis or somewhere up there, you know, uh, whatever is the shanty. Could be coming from anywhere, but it doesn't matter. Bottom line is it's coming down, coming back to management in some capacity. Obviously, they like so they see something in his game that they like, obviously. But mm-hmm. but like, what is that? What I don't, what, I don't know. What I do they know. see that they like? Probably the fact that he doesn't get injured like all of our other defensemen. It's literally it. He doesn't made, get into it. He's a big body. He he was at one point able to move the puck at a reasonable level. Um, yeah, every time the puck is kills on penalties, stick, panic. Not very effectively, but he kills penalties. Like that's it. I don't I don't know. Uh, and, and sorry for going off there, but like it's I it's ten games in here, man, and it's it's the same thing every time he's on the ice. Like he needs a reset. At least that. you got to sit him for a few games. Let his head clear up because he keeps making mistakes and it's snowballing and compiling and it's not getting any better at all. It's getting worse. Mm-hmm. you got to yeah. do something. You can't let that guy... You can't... You just can't keep doing the same thing over again. I guess that's what what the main point that I'm trying to get across is and that's what Keith is doing. He keeps throwing out there and penalty well, killing. it's kind of like exactly what everybody was frustrated with with Babcock. Just doing the same same thing over and over again, nothing working. I I, I don't I don't know. So I don't know. I mean, it's hard to I don't know. It's hard to say because nobody's in that room. You know. I mean, you had uh, what's it called? Uh, you had him call the team out and then immediately backtrack it, which just looks terrible. Yeah. No, and it was. It's, 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 well, I mean, we we talked about it. Was it last week that we talked about that? Or the week before? I heard. Well, they were talking, referring to it as. Uh, you know, he was trying to manage the media rather than the players' feelings or whatever. There was literally an article, at least I've seen this morning when I woke up on The Athletic, talking about how actually it was uh, inside source, whatever. I didn't read the article, but I just saw a thing. I wanted to uh, send it to you guys. But anyways, long story yeah. short, it was about uh, actually about Marner and Marner causing uh, causing trouble after those comments being called out, saying the elite players aren't do aren't uh, are you know living up to their potential or whatever he said yeah what he said so, was our elite players we the difference is we have elite players and they do not and our elite players were not elite is exactly what he said i honestly thought, thought there would be more controversy about him chirping the other team after losing than what he said about our own players because i mean like no be- it, no because it, what he said about arizona was else. absolutely true nobody can argue that yeah nobody well, what exactly he said about arizona not. and the leafs were true our elite players were dog shit and Arizona doesn't have any elite players. Yeah, well, like that's true. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a serious question. 
Do you think Daryl Sutter would have walked back those fucking comments? Not a chance. Not a chance. No. Please tell me you saw what he said about Huberto last night. Oh, it was hilarious. No, I missed it. He go, he go, they go, uh, Jonathan, Huberto, he, he left the bench for a few shifts in the first period. Can you tell us what that might have been? And he goes, yeah, I think he had to take a shit. <laughs> Man. Here's the thing. It's like you want, I, I, you know, I prefer coaching like that, hard-ass coaching, yada, yada, yada. I don't want them getting babied and all that garbage. I mean, that's just, like, grow up. Okay, but you had, like, you're in the you had National that, Hockey League. And you, you had that Mike Babcock. And it didn't work. Way, yeah, well, no, I think there's a no, I think there's a yeah, I think there's a there's a line between being a hard ass coach and being like, I'm gonna sit my player down and be like rank everybody on the team and then go to the yeah, team like, and be Darryl like, This Sutter is what your fucking that. this is what your 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 uh teammate said about you guys. Like that's just clown. Darryl that's just, never do that. No. He was just going right. to be like, You suck. You need but to if you want to be honest, yeah, exactly. He'll All go right. in and tell you, you guys suck tonight. You were absolutely atrocious. You were terrible and you have to be better. And I'm not walking it back. I'm gonna go tell the media that too. Yeah. Okay, but do you think like do you think Sean Keith doesn't say that in the Leafs room? No, I don't think Do you think so. do you think Sean Keith didn't have hey, that hey. conversation with the Leafs before he before or after he made that comment? I'm what sure he did. I'm sure he did, yeah. But the issue is going back out to the media, you just look soft. I mean, it's just terrible. It's a terrible look. See, I, I, I think because it's because your players I think are it's a lot you're too that, hard on me. You shouldn't be saying this, da 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 da, and crying like, get out of here, man. Go up. I, I think that was him coming back to that comment was more just to calm the media shit storm than anything. Yeah, well, yeah, well, it made him look like a soft piece of shit. Doesn't matter really. At the end of the day, if it's about the media or the players, it doesn't matter. You just don't walk that back. You so, look, it looks weak no matter what. In my opinion, yeah. Trevor. Actually, Catano, you, you tell me what you think of this too. This is credit to Tic Tac Tomar, who we we use. We great follow on Twitter. Great follow on Twitter. We retweet him lots. He always posts great gifs mm-hmm. uh, of Leafs goals and stuff. Anyway, so think about this. Um, so Robertson, Matthews, Nylander. Like we got to change. We got to do something. We got to change yeah. something. Yep. Robertson, Matthews, Nylander, Bunting, Tavares, Marner, Engvall, Camp, Kerfoot, Zach Aston, Reese, Yarncroke, Simmons. What are your thoughts? I mean, on I don't players? hate that. I don't think, I don't like, I didn't like the composition of the top line. Like we were playing last year with the Marner Matthews bunting wasn't connecting. Like it just didn't seem to have the chemistry like it did last year. So I get, obviously they were great. You, you're not going to stray away from that, but you know, you play seven, eight games like that and nobody's connecting and all your goals are coming from the third, fourth line, whatever, or, you know, second line with Johnny, like you got, obviously got to do something to get your top line going. Um, I think that, yeah, Robertson should be up on the top line. I think you should give him a shot there. The way he's been playing, he the way he's been playing, even if, like, I know he only really produced so far in the first game, but he came up in a huge way. And every game he goes out there, he's laying it. He's forechecking. He's backchecking. He's going as hard as he can, you know. He's uh, got a, such a choppy stride, eh? He looks like oh, he's, yeah. on, he's running. Hilarious. Yeah, exactly. He looks like he's literally running on the ice. Like it's so funny. He's one of the only guys playing 60 minutes out there. So I think. Well, I mean, he's 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 playing shot. to play next game. He's exactly uh, he's earning every exactly. shift. 100%. Exactly. And I like that. Like, well, I wish the Leafs had more this. of that. You have all these this... other guys that know they're not going anywhere. So whatever. I'm getting. I already got. I secured the bag. So who cares? Think about this. Like, seriously, think about how, like, 
Dude, a, a line of Robertson, Matthews, and Nylander is like what nightmares are made out of. Like goaltender nightmares are made out of that. Hundred percent. Put it put it this way: as a, as a Habs fan, if I see that line come out, I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. Like that's horrifying, man. That's those are three of the hardest shots in the league, literally. Yeah, you're you're. <laughs> that's a nightmare to defend. Nightmare. Oh, yeah. it, 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 all three of them can shoot from anywhere, man. Mm-hmm. All three yeah, of like them if if, if any of those three guys have the puck in the offensive zone against the Habs, my butt cheeks are fucking clenched. Because you're like, at any point, they can just fucking rifle at home. That's mm-hmm. what I mean. And yep. You might lose a little bit of a setup guy for Matthews, right? But, oh, 460 goal scorer, MVP, Hart Trophy, Ted Lindsay winner, Austin Matthews. He doesn't get an all-star winger to play with anymore. Fuck off. Seriously. <laughs> No, hundred no, percent. I don't no, care. I, I I actually like that. I like that quite a bit. Well, that line, and that line composition. I and nothing. What were the lines last night? Do you know? Uh, I think they were pretty status quo. I think Bunting yeah. was back with Matthews and Martyr. Well, they dropped him right to the fourth line for San Jose. No. Yeah, they. Well, I think they had him on did the he third go to the third line? line? Yeah, I saw originally he was on the fourth, and then they switched it. He was playing on the third. But like, that's got to send a message and put a fire under you, you know. Like, you're playing top-line minutes, all of a sudden, okay. Yeah. Sorry, well, buddy. and the thing is, too, with with that with those line co- combinations, Bunting's still going to be that guy who can go get a puck. John yeah. Tavares is absolutely elite and tight. He proved it again last night. Yep. And I know Johnny's been, been going, so you might not want to change something around him. That might be an argument that you would make, is that you don't want to change anything around John Tavares just based on how elite he has been to this point in the season. Yeah, but I think Tavares... You're giving him play. Mitch Marner. Yeah, I think... Well, look like, at the, the first year when he played with Marner. Guy put up yeah, like 47 eight. goals. Like, he's not going to do any worse with Marner on his line. No. No, if, if anything, no. that's going to be the top line. You know what I mean? They're, they're phenomenal. That's such... I, I, now, I would like to see that change, man. I would love to see that change. Matthews, Nylander, Robertson, and then Bunting Tavares. Uh, yeah. Marner, that's that's deadly. I got a question. Um, something that I've noticed, I th- at least I I think I've noticed, um, and I've seen other people talking about it online and all that, is that it seems to me that the Leafs just like every team just has them figured out. Like they're not doing anything different, and they're on they're playing man on man a lot, and the Leafs struggle when they got guys coming on man on man. They just they they fumble fuck the puck everywhere. They haven't been making any crisp passes, like nothing. They're always shooting, and every shot's going wider than that. Like they're not taking good shots, um, just Honestly, bad passes all over the place. It seems like the Matthews. other team is always, yeah. Seems like the the other team's always half a step ahead of them. Like they know exactly where they're going to be, and they're yeah. not changing anything with the plays. So just to me, it seems like they're getting figured out. How does Alex Ovechkin not get figured out for 20 years in Austin? Standing Rodgers in one spot where he scored See, but the, the, the thing with Ovechkin is it's everyone's got it figured out, but they realize that there's nothing they can do, even though they know it's coming. You can't stop it anyways. I, I know this is <laughs> like, going to sound absolutely crazy. Want to know who might be the best at defending that? Who? Justin Hole. <laughs> it's all actually... When, they played, like when we played Washington this year, he, he must have blocked... Wild. He must have blocked like, like six of those, dude. Yeah, he was, you know what? It was one of those where I was like, oh, maybe that's why we played Justin Hall. He had one <laughs> great game where he was shining, blocking Clapper after. Like he was, yeah, like, he played actually a great OV1 game. OV1T, OV1T, yeah. right in the shin, right in the back yeah, of the over leg, and right over in the again. Knee, Like 
and then just absolute junk ever since. Yeah. I was say, how many times a season do you play the Capitals? Yeah, not enough. Not enough. <laughs> not enough to justify that. Yeah, like literally put him in the press box until we play the Capitals. <laughs> and like look at the game the just... Leafs played have. They got the Habs must have had fifty block shots that game. Uh it we had so twenty we, we had twenty seven that night and David oh Svart had God, nine. Dude, of them. It was it was like they didn't move. They just sat there and were like, We're just gonna all be goalies. That's literally what we're gonna do. And every single player was diving in front of the puck, face first, like they didn't care. I'm like, because of the passion. It's it's this yeah, their Stanley <laughs> Cup game, basically. But you know well, what I mean? It's that's like, actually what I was gonna say. Is that's another thing, especially given like teams not only have us figured out because it, it it's a very predictable, especially that like the power play move when they drop it back mm-hmm. and they I yeah, the little, so it drives me insane. Like, I actually hate that so much. It wastes so much time. Mm-hmm. And like, then so they immediately, time. then they pass it around everywhere, don't take any shots, and then immediately turn it over after wasting a minute in the offensive zone with zero shots, and then they just dump it down the ice. Like, uh, do you right, guys still set up on. on the power play without a one-timer for Matthews? Or do you have him in Did the he, one-timer? No, he just scored a one-timer. You know, he just literally, uh, against San Jose, power play one-timer. All right, because I know there was a stretch of, I think it was a couple of years ago. Well, they had you, him on the opposite side at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Not the, like, not the like, side he was scoring. Like, when the power play was abysmal. Yeah, I, I, used to, I never understood why you fucking did that for a long time. Yeah. I don't understand a lot about it, man. Well, and the, the other thing that in the, I, I, when the Habs have been good, I'm sure that you can relate to this as well. Like, obviously, this isn't, like, right now the situation with the Habs, but when a team is, like, one of the better teams in the league, other teams show up for them, especially if they're the Montreal Canadiens or the Toronto Maple Leafs or the Boston Bruins. Like, yeah, every team shows up. Every team's mm-hmm. Stanley Cup, you've said it before, Trevor, is playing the Toronto Maple Leafs every time. It's, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, I can't tell you how many losses play, we probably get just because of that. Just because, because they come in and play as hard as possible. Every time they're yeah. playing us, like, like the like the Jets said last year, there's nothing better than beating the Leafs, right? Mark Shifley. Mark yep. Shifley literally He's enjoys beating shit. the Leafs more than the birth of his firstborn child, but who's counting? <laughs> like, what a weirdo, man. I hate the Jets. Yo, like, okay, okay, that's like that's one of the that's one of the things the, the three of us can agree on is fuck the Jets. Yeah. Okay. It's like fuck <laughs> the Jets, fuck the Bruins. Like, I honestly dunked on them last week, but I'm doing it again. Fuck the Jets. Yeah, they're. Fuck. I can't stand them. Dirt ball team. Absolute dirt ball team. Neil Pionk's a dirt bag. Josh Morrissey's a dirt bag. Morgan Mark Riley. Shifley's a dirt bag. Mark Shifley's a dirt bag. Blake Wheeler's a dirt bag. Pierre Luc Dubois a dirt bag. Blake Wheeler's a dirt bag. And he's not even the captain of the dirt bags anymore. No, not he anymore. literally was such a dirt bag that they stripped him of his captaincy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's been. Uh, He's been kind of uh, junk, that's that's for sure. And uh, fine by me, because I don't like the guy. Speaking of kind of junk, uh, what the fuck's up with Shane Wright? Um, I haven't really heard anything about him. And I know at the beginning of the season, they were sitting him. So he was he healthy scratch. <laughs> Are they just, is it like just the old mentality, Ron Francis? Like, oh, you're new on the team. Like, we're not just going to superstar. You know what I mean? Kind of like trying to, like, put him in his place or whatever you want to call it, like, check his ego kind of thing. I don't know, I man. I don't know don't what it is. He's good enough, man. 
I haven't watched any of his games. I haven't really heard anything about him. So no, literally the most notable thing he's done in his NHL career was get drafted fourth overall. How many uh, how many games has he played this year? Has he had a lot of minutes? Like where is he playing? Fourth line, first line. So we're about nine games through, and Abe's saying he hasn't played in five. So I'm pretty sure that's he didn't play the, in the opener or anything. So he's probably so only they're played actually a ten games in. They're 10 games in. They're 4-4-2, four, four, and two, actually. So nice. Shane Wright has five games, uh, one assist, and is plus two. So, oh, the Seattle Kraken depth mm. chart. Huh. Looks like he's a third-line plus guy. They have Matty Beniers starting at center with Eberle and Schwartz. Um, That's a decent little line. Hasn't Schwartz been playing really good this year? Yeah. And then they have, yeah, so he's like a third line plus guy, it's saying, on mm. according to CBS NHL here. So just a bust or what? <laughs> a little early to tell. Yeah, he, but hasn't I mean, been... he hasn't really been performing. He hasn't not really four done four goals it. in his first game it's performing, it's... anyways. It's not that he's been bad, but he hasn't been good, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Run of the mill. Honestly, what? what? I don't care. Let's sign him, put him on a defense, uh, make him a defenseman, get Hall out of there. <laughs> there you go. That's an idea. Well, they That's have Mitch Marner playing defense. In, in no, no. So, so you put Shane right. You put Shane right on the second line, and then play Mitch Marner on defense. There you go. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Perfect. There's, there it is. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah. So. Anything? I know we've kind of been going off about the Leafs here. Did you want to talk about anything Montreal-related? Honestly, we've just been kind of like rolling along, Trucking doing along our thing. Right I know. Like sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. But like the thing is, like sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. But like when we're shit, we're not even that shit anymore. It's like we're like it's just like yeah, we're not as good. But uh, Caulfield right now is tied for second in the league in goals with seven. Um. Slavkovsky got another one last night. Uh, yeah, things are just kind of good. The fucking the young guys are all doing really well. Uh, we're almost like back to full health. Uh, Armia just came back last night. Joel Edmondson, he's on the road trip. He should be playing one of the next three games. And yeah, we're just we're just kind of rolling along. We're we're having fun. That's all. That's what this year is about. It's about having fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having fun. What do you think about? Uh... Well, not to just bring it back to the Leafs or anything, but to bring it back <laughs> I, to the Leafs. I, I, I realize that it's 2v1 here, and it's this is the yeah. Leafs episode. I'm I'm okay with it. <laughs> no, I was going to say, what do you think about, uh, I know we've been talking about coaching. I don't know if, you know, if there's going to be coaching change or da-da-da-da-da. Like you said, last bullet in the chamber. Um, what do you think uh, about, uh, do you think they'll be signing all these big contracts again? Or do you think uh, they're going to have to do or want to, uh, you know, maybe spread them out around the league here and go a different route rather than signing all the big superstars again. Like we got Tavares. He's what halfway through his contract. Matthews is going to be coming up. Marner again is going to be coming up. Obviously I want Matthews. Hands Matthews down. is, I, I don't think Matthews. Like or pay, give that guy a blank check. I don't care. Uh, 16.4 is what you but, want him at, eh, right? That's my estimate. Yeah. But do 16. you, 4. yeah. But do you like, do you want to sign Marner again? Yeah. What is Mar- Marner's up next year? Uh, two years. Yes. I think. No, 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 no. 
think two years, isn't it? Yeah. And I, I, I not that you don't have a choice, but yeah, you're going to sign Mitch Marner. You're going to sign Austin Matthews. You're probably going to get John Tavares, a serviceable guy, for about half of what he's getting paid right now. I would estimate. Mm-hmm. Um, Mitch Marner contract. But I don't know. I, I, I think, I think it's difficult to say until we see some playoff success here. Like, if we see some playoff mm-hmm. success, then yes, everybody's coming. <laughs> Yeah, got to make the playoffs first. <laughs> right, dude. All right, right so now, I, guess, I don't know, man. So obviously, this is uh, like a two-year-out thing. But I'm looking at 2024 free agents. Sebastian Ajo is on there. Mm-hmm. Elias Pettersson's on there. Like, here's the thing. I don't think- know if I believe in the full-on superstar, like signing all these big names, big contracts. I don't know. It hasn't seemed to really work. I mean, has it not worked out in Colorado pretty well? Yeah. And Tampa? I was going to say that. Um, depending on what you... Well, okay, so let's... Tampa. Like, look, I, like, look legitimate... contracts. I don't think any of them really make bananas money. Like, McKinnon obviously just signed this year. He was making like five mil last year. They won the hey, if you you pull up Tampa, I'll pull up Colorado. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Because there is, and it's part of the Toronto narrative. There is a narrative that we spend way too much money on our on our players. But if you I don't think it's as bad as people say. Like if you look at percentage wise and all that, it's it's not as bad. But I just mean, is it worth spending on a guy like Mitch Marner? Don't get me wrong, I love Marner. There seems to be a constant drama that follows him. Uh, or is it worth getting two guys, like a top D, and just a player like, you know, that just plays hard, something like that, you know, that can make you know like a second-line guy, third-line guy, that just, you know what I mean? That can, I'm going to tell you why it's not right now, because Mitch mm-hmm. Marner is an elite hockey player, and he's always going to be an elite hockey player. 100%. Want to know what you get for it? Want to know, you're talking about getting a couple of serviceable D for his price? Want to know what mm-hmm. you get? You get Jake Muzzins. That's what you fucking get. Seriously. This entire league is voodoo, man. Mm-hmm. It's no, I understand that. When you see that. something that's elite and you know it's elite, you keep it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So let's just talk about Tampa Bay right now. Yeah. I got Colorado up when we're done, too. Cooch, five more years, nine five. Point, eight more years at nine five. Stamkos, two more years at eight five. That's not bad. Alex Kalorn, four and a half million dollars. Victor Hedman, seven eight seven five, almost eight million. Andre Vasilevsky, that's unbelievable. Nine five. Hedman's ridiculous. That's a great contract for Hedman. Yeah. I'm sorry, I like Mitch Marner's contract better than than Braden Points. Mm-hmm. But I mean, coming up and yeah, I agree. But I coming up in two years where they got to renegotiate. You know what's he gonna want, and then you know it's all. You're, you're right. We got all these elite players, and it's, and I love watching. I love Marner as a player. He's fantastic. I I wouldn't want to get rid of him, but I'm just asking the question of you know maybe only playing devil's advocate a bit. Like, is it is it could there be money better spent elsewhere? I or I totally can we figure out how to draft better and bring these guys up? I, I I totally see what you're saying. I don't think our drafting drafting's an issue, right? Like, 
I don't think Most it's been actually, like we got Matthew Nyes coming up, and Nyes looks like he's going to be an immediate piece to our roster. So th- think about just drafting in the last three, four years, like since the Matthews Marner era has begun. Let's let's go Robertson, Sandine, Liljegren. Um, who else? Alex Steves. He's, he looks like a good player. Matty Nyes looks like a good player. Uh, Joey Anderson, Philip Crawl looked pretty good last night. That's a late round pick that we grabbed. Yeah, no, I don't think our drafting's been been bad by any stretch. There's some teams that have is it maybe just on the the development and integration process that isn't working, or is well, it just, it, or is it is it that the issue that you're at a point where you can't be putting the young players in because you're in a win now mode? Exactly, that's, that's what it is. It, yeah, this exactly. isn't a team where young players really have an opportunity to grow because we have elite hockey players that want to win Stanley Cups, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what it is. So you don't have the leeway to sit to say, yeah, you know what? Throw Sandine on the top line. Let's see how he does. Whereas you might in Montreal. Whereas oh, that's okay, that's that's literally this season. That's exactly. literally the next. Honestly, probably two or three. That's what I mean, right? And that's, that's great. just not a luxury that the Leafs have right now. No, no. Well, because the Leafs had that luxury. What would have been what, like five years ago? Then four, uh, five, six years ago. Yeah, like when we lost, like let me put it to you this way: the most, the least disappointing playoff series that the Leafs have played in my lifetime, to be completely honest with you, is the one against Washington because there were no expectations. We were the underdogs and we took them to seven games. Right. Yeah. Since then, it's been epic failure. But mm-hmm. that I don't was... hate the loss last year, but what? <laughs> Losing to Tampa Bay, the reigning Stanley Cup champions that then went on to go play in the Stanley Cup final. Going For to a seven. third time in a row. Should we have won it? Potentially. But it's not like they were a team that we should have bowled over. If Justin Montreal Holt was by far the worst for... I've ever seen. Montreal if, was if not Justin Holt close. doesn't get called for the first pick that's ever been called in playoff yeah, no hockey doubt. history, <laughs> then we win that game. But yeah, who's counting? Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, obviously I wanted to win, but I mean, that wasn't the worst team to lose against. You're playing against the best team in the league, other than, like, Colorado at the time. So if it was going to be a loss, that's not that disappointing, point. is what my, my opinion. If you're going to win the Cup, you got to beat a good team, dude. Like, it's you're not going to play shitty teams 100%. in the Stanley Cup playoffs. 100%. You still got to win. We we were the favorite, dude. It's the, that, that, that's, that's a fact. We were the favorite going into that series. Mm-hmm. Right? We should oh, have I think won. I think Tampa had a more complete and better team than we do. Yeah. Starting from the right. net out, we had Jack Campbell versus Andre Vasilevsky taking oh, yeah. Andre Vasilevsky talk about a thousand out of a thousand a times. We got to talk about that guy in a few minutes here because he is awful, man. <laughs> like he has been one of the worst goalies in the league this year. Okay, but here's the thing. We'll do it. We'll do it right now. Okay. And it's the same thing we talked about last week with Colorado. The regular season, as long as you make the playoffs, the regular season doesn't mean shit. And I know for a fact that when the playoffs start and Andre, Andre Vasilevsky's in net for Tampa, it's lights out. No, I'm talking just, about Jack it, Campbell, buddy. Oh, oh, well, oh, fuck. Then, yeah, Jack Campbell's dog shit. I gotta get I him on my, one of my fantasy teams. He's fucking I, I so bad. I don't care about, about no, Vasilevsky been... right now, because like you said, when the playoffs come, we know he's a brick wall. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But I'm talking like Jack Campbell doesn't have that luxury. No, no. And he they sat him in favor of a man named Stuart Skinner. (laughs) Yeah, but the issue is the Oilers are still third in the league right now. Stuart Skinner has a dirtier mustache than you do, (laughs) Gatano. 
Yeah, third, but, you know, that's what happens when your offense actually performs. The Leafs could be doing the exact same thing, but all of our so-called offensive power has been absolutely dormant. They've been terrible. They're scoring two goals a game. Yeah. At most, you know what I mean? Like, what the hell is going on? None of them can hit anything. They look like they're they're panicking in the offensive zone, looking for too many of the perfect passes or every single shot they take is getting blocked. Almost all their goals are coming from junk goals from when they finally shoot the puck at the net and they go, oh, yeah, rebounds happen. And then, you know, Johnny T bangs it in because he's just so good in front of the net. He is elite. Like, they're looking to just try and snipe over and over again. It's not happening. Any of the opportunities they're getting, they're shooting it wide. It's just, I guess, you know, early season rust. But, I mean, it shouldn't be like the 10 games in right now. And that's what preseason's for. Like, you should be, you know, getting dialed in here. Well, it seems like all the other teams are. Well, it doesn't help, right? Except for Vancouver. Yeah, but that's, that's just a, <laughs> they're a meme at this point. It doesn't help starting the season w- without your, like, last year literal st- statistical best defenseman in Timmy Lilgren. So that doesn't help. Mm-hmm. I understand that. It also doesn't help when this guy that you paid a shit ton of money to from Ottawa comes in and pulls his groin in fucking practice because he's a Band-Aid. And Matt Murray is now just, who know, who's even talking about Matt Murray anymore? Nobody cares about the guy anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. Uh, Never did. And then, and then right after that, what happens? Jake Muzzin goes out. There's a second pairing guy that you had. Like you said, sometimes it's literally painful to watch him play. But but he's still not. I mean, he's not bad. He's definitely a, still a he's still a decent uh, defenseman. He's a course, he's a three or a four. Defenseman. He's not what he used to be. You know, obviously, he's not the Stanley Cup Jake Muzzin. Obviously, no. but no, definitely not. So we kind of started talking about it. And then we kind of veered off topic. Yeah, Jack Campbell sucks, man. Like I've watched two games with him, and both games they scored three goals in like thirty seconds. Like he, yeah, is really bad. <laughs> like his save percentage can't be more than like point six five. It's, Give me one second. Give me it's one like second. Eight six five. I'm not kidding. His save rough. percentage on the year is eight eight eight. He's got a 389 GAA. <laughs> Granted, some of the games I watched, it literally looked like Edmonton's D, like the Calgary game. It looked like Edmonton's defensemen were moving in slow motion. Like they were skating in peanut butter and Calgary. Bro, they, they like, literally, they, they, they literally like, have, I felt they have Darnell Nurse. They have Darnell Nurse and fucking five seventh defensemen. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's the their worst. lineup. Like, well, that's the whole. Re- if McDavid and Drysaddle don't get three points each a game, they just lose. Yeah. Like one of them guys get injured this year. I mean, obviously, I don't want that to happen. But I mean, if any of them go down, they're literally dropping every game after that. They're not winning. Hundred percent. They're like, literally they're just one gonna of go people, thirty. They're literally one of the worst constructed fucking sports teams in history. They remind me of, well, I was going to say, they remind me of the Leafs of, as of a couple of years ago, but that's literally their team. It's the Leafs from a couple of years ago, plus Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl. Like, they're they're all firepower. If they, you know what I mean? They they win games because they can score six goals and let in five. Yeah. yeah. So. But the, the issue is when they play a team that's not going to let them score six goals. That's exactly it. You play Vasilevsky in playoff mode, you just lose. It's over. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, glad we didn't sign him to a five and a half million dollars six year contract, dude. See, but I, I think 
I think with that, Edmonton's defense is so bad that he's getting exposed far more than he ever got exposed in Toronto. Yeah, similar to Matt Murray when he went, went to uh, Ottawa. Ottawa, yeah. It's the same thing. I think if Jack Campbell had stayed in Toronto, yeah, his numbers would... Cup caliber defense to just absolute dog water. Yeah. He's like, oh, Literally. instead of playing... Instead of facing 25 shots a night with a lot of low-quality chances, I'm facing 45 with, like, 30 of them being high-quality chances. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I think, I think if Jack Campbell had re-signed in Toronto, he'd be doing fine. Mm-hmm. 100%. Well, he didn't, and thank God, because we got <laughs> Sammy now. Yeah. Sammy and Matt Murray, who has a pull of groin and is on the LTIR. That's another question, Trev. Now, we're looking at, let's, honestly, why don't we just put that guy on Robida Island? Go away, Matt yeah. Murray. Robida Island, throw Justin Hall out there, too. He could be injured. Uh, Muzzin, <laughs> he's he's just, what, IR right now? He's on IR, so... Mm. That's like $10 million in cap space between Muzzin and Murray, Murray's contracts. So go out and sign Hedman. <laughs> yeah. And have three mil left over. Another player. Yeah. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, like getting an elite caliber defenseman is just, they're so hard to come by. And when they the team gets them, them, they don't go anywhere. Exactly. You know what I mean? There's one available right now, but he's injured. Who's that? Ekblad? Chikrin. Yeah, he's always injured, though. The guy's got a bad history of injuries. Wasn't uh, Klingberg was available over the summer? Uh, who do you John get Klingberg, by? yeah, but he signed in Dallas. Yeah. Did he go back to Dallas? Yeah. No. I thought he scooped, got scooped did, by somebody did he not go else to Anaheim? Carolina or something. Did he? Did Klingberg go to... Let's look. I swear to God he went to Anaheim. You're probably right. I'm probably misremembering what happened. Uh, ice hockey defenseman. <laughs> Doesn't tell me anything. Anaheim, yeah. He plays on Anaheim. Yeah. Okay. I stand hmm. corrected. Uh, so actually, going back to Tic Tac Tomar's lines that he has put in a blender here. Uh, so what about these D pairings, Trav? Thoughts? Riley Brody. Yep. Because Riley Brody's mm-hmm. actually a decent pairing. Uh, Giordano and Crawl. I haven't seen Crawl play, but I mean. Can't be any worse than Hall, so. That's kind of what I'm thinking. And then third pairing, Sandine Mete. I noticed there was no Justin Hall on there, so I'm happy. Yes, there is absolutely no shot that man was making that list. Yeah, you go Riley Brody, uh, Gio Lilligren when he gets back, and Sandine and Crawl or Mete, whoever. I don't know. I don't know about you, man. I've been really liking the way that Mete's been playing. Yeah, he's been fine. I mean, I like he's been too. fine. He's he's not I'm a big. A I'm a big Brody ice. fan, personally. So what? I'm a big TJ Brody fan. He's a, he's. I love that first, guy. Yeah, he's he's the only thing that's keeping us like even in. He's the like if you don't hear about him, which you never do, in Toronto, he's doing something very well. <laughs> <laughs> he's the absolute master of breaking up two on ones. Oh, yeah. Oh, man, he's so, so fucking annoying. Oh, my God, yo, it's like amazing. Like, the DJ Brody school of defending yeah. two-on-ones is elite. Like, there's so many times, like, 
even that uh, like the playoff series and like the last in the games like last season where it's like Caulfield Suzuki on a two on one. I'm like yes, and then he and just I'm like fucking... please be Brody, and I'm like oh it is Brody, so it's not there's no goal, we're good. No, exactly. I see it's him, and I'm like fuck, he's gonna fucking block it every time, and he blocks it every fucking time. He like yeah. throws his entire body into the puck, like on while it's on the player's stick. Yeah, it's, like, it's kind of like, crazy. So good at it. Yeah. Yeah, and then like if they try to go around him, he's got that like that stick. He slings just... his stick around and always hits the guy. Hits yeah. the guy's stick, knocks the puck every off. time. It's wild, bro. I, I, I straight I straight up stole that from. Him. I do that at the ODR all the time. There's gotta be the, the sprawl and then the the swick stick the swick there's, stick swing around there's every gotta time. Be a compilation of that on YouTube of just Brody breaking up two on ones. Yeah. If, if not, not, I expect you to make it. Make it. Yeah. Like it's it, it's an elite like elite talent that that man has but yeah so no justin hole obviously big part of it even if it like he can be a seven that's what he mm-hmm. can do yep this should make you justin can't hall keep putting him on the ice 20 minutes a night. <laughs> just can't do it man <laughs> would you say oh. so this should make justin hall a forward <laughs> <laughs> Why would they do that? Oh uh, my god. Does it want to lose? Oh, uh, discard for Bedard? Can't be any worse than Angval. That's probably better than Angval. They turn over the puck about the same amount. What if what if but you flip flop Angval and Hall in the lineup? Play Angval on defense, because he can't be any worse than Justin Hall. And play Justin Hall as a forward because he can't be any worse than Angval. I mean, why not? <laughs> <laughs> at least that Why would be trying something point? else, Katano. <laughs> right? Like then, then you would at least be. A I mean, at least Angwell's got a sixteen-foot stick that he can just swing at people on defense. I said this to Katano last week. Like, I don't know how frustrating it is for you, man, but to watch a six-five, two hundred and forty-pound giraffe that skates like the wind go out yep. there and be that useless. Yeah, I know. Hurts. He's got literally all. He's got, if you just looked at that guy on paper and then saw him skating, you'd be like, this guy's got to be an elite player. Like, he's got to be at least a top line guy. And then you actually watch him play and you're just like. Because, <laughs> no, the thing with him, he, he, has all the, he has all the physical attributes and there's just nothing up here. Like, we're talking it's like about a, a guy. It's like a game <laughs> going on in his head. That's it. We're, we're actually talking. <laughs> just don't, don't, don't. As he's skating around. Like, he gets the puck and doesn't know what's going on. He gets the puck and there's the, the, the circle starts spinning in his head. It's buffering, loading, figuring out what the fuck to do. Yeah, no. It, like, his controller dies on every shift. <laughs> like, actually. And, like, we're talking about, about a guy that's built, like, like a straight up NBA player, man. Like he's massive. This guy is six five. He's massive. Bro, if, if I was, if I was that, like if I had his build just, in the NHL, yeah. I'd be fucking elite. Like but I don't know no what to tell you. No hockey IQ, no hockey IQ, and zero hands. And one of the thing that I've seen, like See, I've seen, you don't need hands though. If you're that big, you don't need hands. If you're going to be a big power guy, I yeah. just mean. But he get for the guy with no hands, he seems to have the puck way too much. <laughs> Like, he's yeah. tearing it up, and I'm like, why? Why does he have the puck? But the thing is, he, he, can't, he can't make a fucking 10-foot pass, so that's the issue. I was watching so overdrive forced... the other day, Trev, and it's right. like, this guy coming in, 
to the like like just think about this guy 6'5", 230, 240, whatever the hell he is. And like you said, he he's one of the fastest guys that's playing on a third line yes, in sir. the NHL, dude. This guy why is he not dropping his shoulder and taking the puck to the net? Just take the puck to the net. You can. You're massive. Like, you're an absolute unit, dude. Like, I don't get it. And if you don't want to do that, why aren't you putting the puck in the corner and then putting the defenseman in the fourth fucking row and taking the puck? Like, I don't... He's, he's a player, like like you said, with that size, but plays like he's, like, 5'10". I don't get it. Like, I don't uh, I don't get why he's you like don't... He doesn't realize... realize the size he is. Uh, it's so frustrating. It's it's so frustrating. And, like, yeah. he's just the nuts. Pierre Engvall, 6'5", 215 pounds. And one of the things is... He has a unit. He's a literal animal in the gym, too. Like, I, you know they do those stupid little things where they yeah, ask... Yeah, like, I know. He's, he's an actual unit. Like, they ask, like, questions where they're like, oh, who's the biggest, like, who's the biggest guy on the team? Like, who works out the hardest? Literally, everybody on the team is like, Pierre Engvall is an absolute monster in the gym. What? Yeah. Like, excuse me? There's no way. Does not translate. (laughs) I don't get it. You know what what he needs? The two guys that the team talks about, literally, they're like, Justin Hole, everyone loves that guy, and Pierre Engvall. And they're the two most hated players by the fans. Your, your Honor, that's exactly what it is, just, though, Trev. They take all great, the heat. Just, just great guys, but they're absolute dog water on the ice. But th- they take all the heat, because we've spent 53 minutes on the dot of you guys just roasting them and not roasting anyone else. Yeah, well, you know what? We, we <laughs> Have you ever oil. seen that meme? That meme where it's like, it's uh, Gordon Ramsay, and it's just like when Nylander makes a bad play, just, oh, dear, gorgeous, come yeah. here, it's okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, you fucking donkey! See, but for a while, Leafs Nation wasn't like that, though. Ever, it was the other way around, where anyone else made mistakes, and it was, oh, like, it's okay, and then Nylander did something bad, and everyone fucking shit on him. Yeah, he's earned it, okay? You're yeah, like, no, absolutely he has. Absolutely he has. Of course, I haven't spent the length or the uh, the aggression on ripping on the other players, but I mean, if we're gonna be honest, Matthews hasn't really been hasn't been playing well either. I, I mean, he's been playing well somewhat defensively for the most part. He's throwing the body. He's, I think he's he, at least he was. He was leading the team in hits, and he's been throwing hits. He's been you know playing on. Well, he's not scoring goals. He's doing everything possible, everything else possible to play well, but. At the end of the day, you're paid that much money because you score 60 goals a season. For you to be having two goals, fanning on open nets and throwing the puck wide at every opportunity, like there's something wrong there. It's got to change. I say Bottom line, <laughs> through nine games, the team's 4-4-1, four, four, and one, and he has two goals. And that's mm-hmm. not that's not going to work. No, that's he should not. be leading the team. He should yeah. be, like, he's not performing up to caliber whatsoever. Neither is no. Marner. Like I said, the only players you could really say that are doing well are, are Nylander and Tavares. Yeah. The other yeah. top-line guys, the ones that are paid the most, just not perform. They're playing like, you know, $4 million players. Yeah, no, they're not. So here, let's let's look at our the team leaders at the moment. So Tavares, through nine games, has 10 points, four goals, six right, assists. But I think Matthews does have quite a few assists. He's got seven points through nine games, two goals, five assists. But two that's the number that's concerning. Two goals is simply not enough out of him. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not. Yeah. 
So let's take a look. It, it would be all right if he had more assists. If you're like, oh, like he's shooting and someone's putting in the rebound or tipping, like. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's Honestly, like he's like Trav said, he's, our, he's not even hitting the net. Like, our team has been so low scoring in general that even the like seven assists. I mean, I'd have to look at exactly how many we've had. But I mean, our, I'm sure our goals for and goals against are not great. Like they're probably pretty close to even. And last year, you know, every year we've been like, oh, plus 9,000 because we score a lot of goals. This year, like, just not happening in all aspects. Like, nobody's scoring. It's not just Matthews. Isn't scoring. Uh, your goal differential goal. is minus two, by the way. There you go. It's even worse. Yeah, we're the only team in the Atlantic Division with a negative goal differential. So, well, we're the new Habs. That's all right. Okay. The other thing that we have to remember here, Austin Matthews' seven-year career. He, guys literally never not scored on like a 50 goal pace. So I mean it's going to it's going to happen, but Trev, this is the stat for me when this guy gets into a slump that I look at and it makes me feel better and and warm on the inside. Career <laughs> you, shooting You percentage. look very concerned as you said that though, just pointing that out. <laughs> <laughs> career shooting percentage 16.1%. Yeah, isn't he shooting at like a 7% or something like that? Last year, Trevor, he shot at a 17.2%, 18.5% the year before. Mm-hmm. It's 4.5% right now. Yo. On the season. Yikes. <clears throat> now, do missed He's shots count out. to your shooting percentage? Yeah, yeah. does that count, does that count if you hit the net or if you don't hit the no, net? It's, it's shots. Shots on goal. Just, just attempted shots. Yeah, shots but it, yeah, goal. but if it's if you miss the net, it's not a shot on goal. Yeah, no. Okay, so, so that's literally put all the shots he's missed. <laughs> he's probably shooting at the right percentage. He's well, he's got two goals in like how many shots has he put on goal? So seventy nine total shot attempts right now. He's got forty four shots on goal, seventy nine shot attempts. So he's got thirty five missed shots. Yeah, roughly. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. Maybe I did that math wrong. So no, I think you did. Thirty-five missed shots, forty-four shots on goal. Yes, he's missed the net a lot. Yeah, he's missed 50% the net fifty percent of the time. Times times and he's hit the net thirty-four times. <laughs> yeah, and of the forty-four times he's hit the net, he's only scored on four and a half percent of those. Mm-hmm. Of those That's shots. I mean. That's not going to continue. It's, it's just not. Bad. It's not going to. But I noticed a lot, like. Teams have been paying respect by they're just not letting him get quality shots. Like, but that being said, they're double teaming him. You know, they're just doing everything they possibly can to get in the lane that you should be scoring. Your other guys should be scoring on the line. Cause if you're doing that, that means you're leaving other guys open. And yeah. so like the other guys on his line can't score. They're all other, you know, bunting and Marner, they can both score, but they're not. So yeah. It's hard to say. And even then, like I said, you got two guys on Matthews and it still looks like the other guys are covered. So it just seems to me like the Leafs are just figured out and they're not adapting quick enough to what the other teams are are doing for like uh, defensively to them. Yeah, no, I hear you. It goes back to coaching. So get your pitchforks out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good Lord, man. I don't even know what to say anymore. I don't know. I'm sad and I hope uh, in 10 games that we're win all 10 and then nobody will complain anymore <laughs> until okay, you so lose one everyone be like oh it's fine and dandy remember when we were sad 
Let's just. It's literally, just the, it's literally the cycle of the Leafs yeah, every year. Hundred percent. Just to put this into perspective, the league average shooting percentage is ten. Yeah. So I think we can less. agree that Austin Matthews is a sp- above average shooter. Mm-hmm. Slightly, slightly. Is it? I don't think it's gonna. No, it's it's unsustainable. His low shooting percentage. It's gonna it's gonna go back up to the average. It's just for some reason that stat always just makes me feel so much better whenever he's in a slump. I go look at it and I'm like, oh, oh, that's why. Yeah. So no, no, I'm sure it'll. But I mean, here's the thing: we're ten games in. Like, please hurry, because <laughs> games all matter. And especially if you're losing to these teams where this should be free wins. Like, <clears throat> just at the Arizona Coyotes next time, Trev. Well, like I said, I, I believe <laughs> it was, was it Vegas that we lost to on Saturday night? Did we get to talk about the Vegas game last week or was Vegas early this week? I think it might have been Monday, actually. So maybe we didn't. The biggest issue with them losing to Vegas isn't actually losing to Vegas for me because mm-hmm. Vegas is a good hockey team. Yep. All right. The issue is, is I goddamn well knew that they weren't going to be able to beat San Jose. I just knew it because they play down to these bottom-feeding teams. Like, this is a team that is lottery-bound, right? Like, the San Jose Sharks are lottery-bound. Every single team we've lost to this year, or at least, I don't know if LA made the playoffs last year. Did they? Yeah. I think they did. Okay, well, before that, every team we've lost to this year, before LA last night, was a team that didn't even make the playoffs last year, including Vegas. They didn't make it last year. Exactly. And then we go and beat the playoff teams. Yeah. Well, it's been a real episode. Do we have any fill in the blanks or anything like that? Uh, yeah, I got quick fire for Trev here. Quick fire. Okay. I'm quick done. fire. All right. Cup final and winner. <sighs> Cup final, like uh, who's gonna play each other? Yeah, and a winner. Hmm. That's a good question. I think uh, Cup final, we might see. Colorado again and the Flames. Can they do that? No, they can't. No, they can't do that. Well, I was going to pick the Flames to win. So, Flames to win and final. I don't know, somebody else, Boston. (laughs) They're playing right now. You're not going to pick the Leafs? No. (laughs) Smart man. Smart man. Heart Trophy, MVP. Money on the line here. Uh, MVP? Hmm. Yeah. Hard to say. It's like, I want to say Matthews, but I mean, he just like, as of right now, it's just rough. So I feel like Connor McDavid's just yeah. an easy guess. So yeah. I'll just yep. go with McDavid. That's why when you said uh, it was hard to say, I was like, that's a, that's total bullshit. No, it isn't. Uh, who's going to win the rocket? Most goals. Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> Connor McDavid, maybe. This might be the year. I mean, he's leading the league as it stands, so not a bad shout. And then I need your spiciest, like, like insides melting hot take. Oh, like shit liquid see. fire hot take. Uh, Ottawa's going to make the playoffs this year. They make it pretty far. You think they're going to go to the conference final? You know they're the only team that's worse than the Toronto Maple Leafs right now, right? Yeah, that's fine. In our, in our I think they're playing a hell of a lot better than the Leafs are, and they're actually outplaying a lot of their opponents. Yeah. They put it together. I think they'll put a string in, and they might go wild card. They might even squeak in a third. Pressure, but not as much as the Leafs, man. They're only, what, one point behind us? It's not like they're uh, way behind yeah. us. 
they get one win. I think everybody ahead of us is only ahead of us by one point. They get one win, two points. So all of a sudden, they rock it to like third place. So it's not like they're far behind in the standings. Well, I mean, there's also 70 odd games to go. So that's what I mean. Anything can change. That's my hot take, though. All right. I like that. That is a fucking hot take. All like six Senators fans are going to be really excited to hear that, Trev. Got you. Uh, all right, Trev, do you want to have anything to plug? Mainstay Designs, plug it right now. No, no, I got no plugs. Golden Dragon, (laughs) Golden Dragon Chinese food. That's where I'm going. So, plug there. There's the plug there. Golden (laughs) D. That's hilarious. Gonna go feel good for about half an hour when I eat it and then feel terrible for the rest of the night. Yep. All right, let's do an update of our uh, oh, the fantasy league. Yeah. Yeah, our fantasy league quickly. I'll pull it up. Yeah, I don't don't want to do that. <laughs> Rough week for you. Oh god. It's actually not even that bad of a week, but like the team I'm playing against, Jesus Christmas. Yeah, Mick's slapping the shit out of you, isn't Mick she? Mick is great, man. She's crushing. Crushing. She's crushing everybody. Okay, I I I've said this close. last night. I gotta put I gotta I'm put this like, on the record here. Points behind her as of today. Like <laughs> she could just she could bench her team. And not play anybody today, and it doesn't matter. I'm done. Okay. So as we were drafting our teams, we were in a video chat, the three of us, Michaela was in the background with Ave, and every time she make a, made a pick, we were all like, oh, that's, that's a good, like, underrated pick. That's You know, you're picking, a, like, a good little team. And then, like, all of a sudden, she is the only undefeated person in the league, and she's slapping the shit out of everyone. Yes, sir. Yeah. Like... The thing is, I don't even think I have a bad team. They're just nobody's, like, performing. <laughs> like, I got Matthews on my team, guys not scoring. Stamkos, he's good, but, like. None of the guys that should be scoring on my team are scoring. Yeah, All I, my I, goalies I had... are losing. Bobrovsky's been abysmal. Like, Saros has one win. He's like one and seven. And it was his first game in week one that he won. First game so, of the season. Let, like, let's just... The the top three teams are Michaela, Gatano, and my, my dad. Mm-hmm. I don't think this is going to be sustained throughout the league, though. Don't get me wrong. So... Listen to this. I think you're off to a hot start. Everybody except for... uh, So everybody except for... Okay, no, never mind. I'm looking at the wrong number. So (laughs) this is how the points go. Michaela has 713 total points on the year. Yeah. Then it jumps down to the next closest is Gatano at 676. And then everybody's within like 10 or 20, like... It's like 10, 20, and then she's just yeah. like 40 points ahead of everybody. Yeah. Go figure that out. Like, what? I think they're just off to a hot start, and it's not going to continue, personally. Yeah. I, th- I think I think my team's rolling. My team's going to be fine. I'm happy with my team. We're gonna. I'm staying up in that top three all, all year, 100%. As soon as my players just start playing average, like not even just good, <laughs> just average, I think I'm going to start rolling people. But, like, too many of them are in slumps. Not to mention my top defenseman is, once again, out for the rest of the year. Now Brad Marchand's in, though, so that's good. I want to know what's, like, winning are these games I'm looking right now. For goalies, man. Evander Kane has been... Yo, he's got, like, 900 points. He's, like, more points than my whole team this week. Evander Kane. outrageous. Yeah, he's got to be, like, first in the league or he's up there. Yeah. Like, look at Pasternak. Like, what the fuck, man? Look at 
yeah, Vander- Pasternak 64 points. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, how is that even possible? Oh my Evander God. Kane and Pasternak have almost as much as my whole team. <laughs> That's crazy. Pasternak's ranked one overall right now. He's first overall. Evander Kane, eighth. Contract year. Barkov. Oh, yeah. Oh, he's, he's gone, points. by the way. Pasta he is, is gone. Bag, man. Like, Pasta is going to secure a bag. Yo, you want to know where Pasta is going to go? Pasta's going to either New York or New Jersey. Why do you say that? What's what's what brings that prediction? I think both of those teams could use a high-end winger, and they're kind of both already like middle ground, like mm-hmm. like kind of like not. I would well, say no, the New York Rangers are one of the better teams in the league, dude. Well, yeah, like yeah, like I'm thinking the Devils mostly. Like the Devils desperately, if they get a fucking elite winger, look out. Yeah, because they got Heischer, they got Hughes, they got Dougie yeah. Hamilton on the back end. They need mm-hmm. goaltending too. That's a big thing for them. Get the king. But of if you if you can get a guy like Pasta and free agency, that would help. Okay, I got that a question help. for you. Since yeah. nobody's nobody's brought it up, uh, Leafs play tonight against Anaheim. What do you think is going to happen? I'm not sure if Montreal plays. Uh, we do not play tonight. Back to back. So right? I'm going to be 100 percent honest with you, Trevor. I have absolutely no faith. Yeah, me like, either. What want to know what I think is going to happen? And it, it's almost guaranteed. This is exactly what's going to happen. He's going to pray Justin Hole out there for another 22 minutes tonight. He's going to be a mm-hmm. minus three, and we're going to lose three two. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's definitely possible. I'm still hopeful that maybe this is the one game where Matthew's going to come out and get four points. The top line is going to perform like two goals, two assists. You know, maybe some points from the bottom line. Win a nice, comfortable, like, 6-1, 6-2. Shalgren, I'm assuming, is going to be a net. Dude. But, I mean, I, that's what I hope. But I just don't feel like that's going to happen because we haven't been able to score against Arizona. So, how are we going to score against Anaheim? I mean, they have the capabilities. They have the capability. So, one of these games, they're going to do it. It's just, is this going to be Yeah, I, I, I have a prediction for tonight's game. Uh, Zegers tries but fails to score a lacrosse goal against you guys because you guys are that bad. How would he try and fail? Would it be an automatic goal at that point? Well, no, he's going to try it. It's just not going to work out, but he's going to be able to try it because your defense is that terrible. Oh, yeah. yeah he's fair. definitely going to dunk on Justin Hole tonight. Zegers is going to break Justin Hole's ankles and get a yes. highlight real goal. That's going to be played all over. And everyone's just going to be like, especially because it's Toronto. Okay, hold on just one second. I have to I have to see if there's any former leaves because if there is, I'm gonna place bets on them scoring. Oh, 100 percent scoring. There's a former leaf on that team. Man, I cooked up thousand percent lost in the sauce in my garage. I cooked up a four-way parlay for football today and then took a massive L as soon as it woke as soon as I woke up. <laughs> <laughs> like you woke up just in time to see it fail. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I was pretty and, bad. Uh, while while he's doing that, Trav, the Canadians play Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday this week. So okay, so they'll win two of the three. Yeah, I think we'll lose to the Wild, and then we'll slap the Jets, and we'll slap Vegas. Could happen. Yeah. Minnesota's nasty, so yeah. I don't hate. I don't hate losing to good teams. It's you know. They've been on a terrible run at the beginning. Or have they turned it around at all? Uh, I thought they turned it around. Who are we talking about? Sorry. Minnesota? 
Uh, they might have turned it around a little bit, yeah. So, no former Leafs on the Ducks. Okay, so see, we have a chance. We might have a chance tonight. Man, I can't believe Boston to start there off to. Just electric. Just Brad Marsh. Makes me sick to my stomach. So here's the thing. If we win tonight, we're in third. (laughs) Yeah, we're nine games in. We're in playoff position if we win tonight. Which is insane. Second night of back-to-backs, though. Like, you really have faith in this team? I don't. No, I have absolutely no faith whatsoever. It's all gone. Zero. Pathetic. Trev hasn't had faith in the Leafs in decades. It's, yeah, literally. Yeah, Minnesota has been, they're 3 4 and 1, so they're not even off to, they're still doing pretty bad. Worse than the Leafs. I thought they were nasty, but that might just be, being, might just be me being an idiot. I think well, they I started 0 and 3. They have per, that dollar dollar bill Kirill. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just still on the Kirill Cappers on so hype. Vegas is first in their division. Really? Yeah. And somehow the Ducks are actually worse than the Sharks and the Canucks. Pardon? <laughs> what? The Ducks are 1-6. One 1-6-1. Six. One, six one. They're in last in the entire league. They have a minus 20 goal differential through eight games. If we don't win tonight, I'm setting my house on fire. Man, I am... better <laughs> destroy this. I'm waiting for Tay to come running into the back of your set and be like, no, you're not. I will tombstone pile driver Tay into concrete if we don't win this. <laughs> if we don't get the first goal, even. Like, and I know what's going to happen. We're losing. I swear to God, nine. if Maxime Comtois comes down the ice and scores two minutes in. Who's, who's in that? Gibby? Is he still on that team? Is Gibson yes. in that? Yeah, Gibson's still there. He's scoring a goal tonight. That's basically where I'm at with this team. Gibson's going to sh- rifle one down. It's going to hit the stanchion. Sh- go into that. <laughs> well, hilarious. for Tay's sake, I hope that doesn't happen. But you're right. I'm looking at some of the like the, the stats across the league here. Like, Colorado's 4-4-1, four, four, and one, dude. Like, I, I feel I, like there's not actually a whole lot of teams with crazy good records. Not yet, the stars no. are in first in their division. Literally, they're, other they're than Boston and, and Vegas, like it's it's literally Boston Vegas. Everybody else has been mediocre. Like nobody's winning a lot of games. So no, but yeah, the thing you have to remember because you guys are Leafs fans, so everything goes to shit immediately. Because yep. it's like nine games into the season, guys. <laughs> Part of me just hopes that this this what do you want to call it? Adversity will be good for them because they've been walking through the seasons way too easily where they're like, Oh, we're still two months of hockey to play and we're guaranteed a playoff spot because our, the rest of our division is trash. So maybe it'll be good for them to actually have to fight to get into a playoff spot and keep a playoff spot. So then they're actually ready for that adversity come playoff time. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just hoping, I guess. (laughs) Is that your dog? Yeah, it's my dog, sorry. Oh, okay, I thought it was my washing machine for a second. I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, Nash is barking upstairs. Nasherton! Anyway, we've 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 kind of got to carry on a run-along episode going here, but it's okay, I love talking to you guys. Yeah. Episode 69, man, the most important. Episode 69. <laughs> there it is. Yep. What was that? Tay yelling at the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. And you're fine. Thank you to the Game Entertainment and Media, as always, for hosting us. 
Um, we will be back with episode 70 next week, which is less monumental than episode 69, of course. <laughs> well, it's less monumental because we're not going to have Trev with us. We are Sorry. not going to have Trev with Appreciate us. Appreciate the I, invite, I guys. You guys but it took some real planning to get this episode taken care of and, and put together. Uh, like, this is like months in the making. <laughs> yes. We actually, that's why we postponed the Thanksgiving episode, is so that we can mm. have Trevor can line in it up. town for 69. Yeah. <laughs> not kidding. But like dead ass. I love it. Yes. Anyway, thank you for everybody that listened and uh let us know if you have any opinions. You agree with us, you disagree with us, let us know. You can let us know on social media to, to Instagram. Twitter's probably a good place to get at us if you want yep. to tell us that we're wrong. Um yeah, you can also go watch the podcast if you're listening to it right now on YouTube. You want to see my ugly face, feel free. Uh <laughs> yeah. Thanks again for listening, everybody. We will see you next weekend with episode 70.